welcome everyone. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about three episodes of season six of The Real Housewives of Miami, episodes 13 to 15. So this is uh, the beginning portion of when they're in Mexico. So we have episode 13, Miami and Mexico, episode 14, Row, Row, Row Me Off This Boat, and episode 15, Get Me Off This Gondola. Definitely can tell there is a big focus on the whole gondola experience, which we definitely have a lot of things to say about. Uh, but why don't we start off with, um, so episode 13, Miami and Mexico. So we have them sort of preparing for the trip. Uh, then they sort of arrive in in Mexico. There's, there's a, a lunch. Adriana has a bit of a choreographed session. And then they have uh, a really cool dinner at an art gallery. So let's go ahead and uh, get started. What are your thoughts on Mexico City as being the destination for the trip? I liked it. I liked it. I li- <clears throat> Sorry. I liked it. And I liked it. It was different than it being like previous housewives from different cities that they would go to Mexico, but it was always at like a resort or they just stayed in what, sorry, um, one particular area, you know, which was very close to where they were staying. Like, and they had, they had like the staff and everything. So it was only centered around where they were staying, where I felt like this one, they showed you a lot of the city and they showed mm-hmm. you very, a lot of different parts of the city. You know, and I like the fact that, like, because m- many of the cast is is Latin, that you know they were able to to re- share and be like, oh, we've been here, and this is what the church I go to. This is where I was praying. You know, these gondolas are different than the ones in Italy. You know, like I like the fact that they knew more versus like, you know, nothing against the New York housewives, but like when they go to Mexico, you know, they don't know anything. And you know, mm-hmm. so I really like that, and I loved how vibrant everything was. I loved all the colors. You know, I've, I've been wanting to do Mexico City for a while because I heard it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they, they were getting ready for for Mexico. Refresh my memory. Was there anything leading up to it before they left? Or did they just start the episode right in Mexico City? No, I mean, it was a little bit of like preparing and, you know, like your usual like packing and, and like those types of things. We find out from Adriana, which we'll talk about a bit later, but her singing uh, Fire at Pride. Uh, but I was curious to get your thoughts because she was talking about, oh, like, this is such a great fit for me and such a great thing. And she says, like, I feel like I'm a gay man trapped in a woman's body. And I just wanted to get your take on her sort of staying that, saying that and how that landed for you. I mean, not the greatest choice of words. It's not horrible in my sense, in my eyes. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of different groups say similar things like that, like. You know, I don't like to say those type of things, you know, where I'm comparing myself from one community to another. But like, you know, people always, you know, in the gay community, you'll have like, you know, people in our in our group saying like, well, I'm a, I'm a sassy black woman, you know, tra- uh, you know, trapped inside of me, you know, and we laugh that off. Mm-hmm. I don't think either are great, but it, it didn't really stand out too much for me to be like, whoa, she shouldn't have said that. Compared mm-hmm. to when we get into it with, with Lisa and Kiki. Oh yeah. A lot. I think that was heavier with the mic the the microaggressions and mm-hmm. just all of that all together. But what were your thoughts on that comment? I mean, I to be honest, I didn't like it. Like there's a lot of like I know what she means by it. Like what she means is like she has a lot in common with gay men. And and that's sort of like what she means by it. But like when you start talking about this whole like being trapped in bodies, like it starts to get a little transphobic. 
And like, mm -hmm. there are actual people who like feel like they may be a gay man, but are just currently in the body of a woman. So right. like saying that, like she is a woman, she wants, well, as far as we know, she wants to be a woman and, and doesn't feel that like her gender needs to change. So saying that I feel like, especially in, at this time is still a bit like tone deaf. And I just mm -hmm. think we need to be better about talking about, I just feel like it's very old language. It's very like nineties language to sort of say that, or like, you'll hear like some, you know, like cis straight dude being like, Oh yeah, I'm a lesbian trapped in like a man's body. Like, no, you're actually not like, that's actually something very, very different. And it, and I still see it as being like a bit, a bit problematic, but I, I know that's not what she meant, but can we just move past like this outdated language, especially right. because mm -hmm. this is a pride event. Like, it's not like she just sort of said that as like a throwaway comment, but here you are like presenting at pride, like do a little bit of homework, be a little bit current, just because you might like some like gay or like queer things doesn't mean that, you know, you're an ally or, you know, just anything along those those sorts of lines so I was just kind of like but with so many other things with like Adriana for me like a lot of it was just like I roll okay let's move on because she doesn't seem to ever want to like do better or learn as we've seen with other people just trying to even develop new friendships or relationships with her and sort of put the fighting in the path she doesn't want to do that she's still up to her same old things so I don't know if she's ever going to learn to be honest yeah, well, that makes a really good point. I, for, and I can see it now, you know, being very transphobic. And I just think, I just think we, I think we say this about TV shows, we say this about lyrics and music that like things don't age well, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that also goes with phrases. I didn't take it to, to that connection or I didn't, I didn't see the correlation with that, but I do see it now. So yeah, you make a very good point. Um, and also, I'm, and I'm not giving them credit. I'm not giving them a, a pass or anything, but it's, you know, they are the, they are older, you know, and for mm -hmm. them saying stuff like that back in 80s and 90s showed support and solidarity where they could have just said, sim similar to how you said it, like, I'm an ally, I support them, this is, I, I love this community, and been a little bit more PC about it. So yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we just, we just got to be conscious with what our, what our phrases, you know, yeah. just some things don't land the way they used to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get into that little lunch, so like when they're in Mexico and then we've got like Larsa and like Marisol getting into it and then like Alexia starts to get into it, then like Larsa and I feel like Alexia just gets way too hot when anyone drops Todd's name and it's not even something that's, that's like bad and it, you know, and I'm I'm willing to say, like, I know I'm, like, no Larsa fan, although I'm really starting to turn and, like, actually enjoy her over these past few episodes. I'll talk more about it when we, we get into the whole issue with uh, Lisa and Kiki. Um, but, like, what she's saying isn't really that bad about, like, Todd or Alexia. But it's, like, as soon as Todd's name is mentioned, she goes on, like, high alert and then has, like, a huge like issue and it, it feels like the reaction is too strong for what's actually being said which makes me wonder is there something strange happening there like what is it that's making it making you go um to like putting that into an argument when it's really not that serious of a thing i don't know if i'm reading that necessarily the same as as others but what, what are your thoughts on the whole like alexia todd 
Well, you know, I don't like Todd. And, wow. <laughs> and I don't like the I don't like the fact that, you know, Alexia, for I love her, you know, to death. And I love how how strong of a woman she is and how much she stands up for herself within the group. But then I feel like when she's with her husband or husbands in the past, it's kind of like she takes that secondary role. And I don't really like that. You know, I just wish she would be it, it's equals, you know, in a sense, you know, in, in a marriage. And I don't feel that way. I feel like he runs everything. And I think, yeah, to a certain extent, it, yeah, he there might be something going on. You know, there might be some cracks in the foundation. And that's why she gets triggered every single time someone brings her name up or his name up. That is, um, I also just feel like and this was called she was called out on this last last reunion that she doesn't hear anybody. She'll talk over people yeah. and she will argue till she's blue in the face until the other person gives up simply just it, it to me it comes off as almost like just wanting to win you know and it and to win the argument mm-hmm. and that, i think that is what i remember the most out of that argument with her and larsa like yeah. it's like it's more like a, it's more like you know she can never just take accountability she can never just say like yes you know you know yeah you have it different than I do. You know, you are doing everything by yourself and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, but it, it's also like in general, like if you know, that's going to be a trigger for her, then why bring it up? You know, right. You're just going to lose. Not, not that you don't have to, but you know that when you do, you're going to, there's the, the argument and the conversation is over. Cause you're not going to, yeah. there's not going to be any hearing of each other whatsoever. I did actually like that. These past episodes, we've been getting a lot more of a different Larsa, a lot more of a vulnerable mm-hmm. And supportive mm-hmm. Larsa in a sense, well, she's always been supportive, but like, I mean, like she's speaking up more, like, especially, and I know we'll get into it when we get to the Lisa Kiki thing, but like speaking up when things are not right. And yeah. I actually like the fact that she stood up and was like, yeah, I wanted to do my tequila tasting because this is my livelihood. This is, this is my, this is my bread and butter, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that's what she was just trying to tell Alexia, but Alexia yeah. never see the other person's side. No. And you know what you saying that right now just actually made me sort of make a connection um, although I don't think it's to the same extreme as Teresa from Jersey, it's very similar to how Teresa could never hear anyone else's side of an argument and no. then just sort of like talks over and it's only her way. Now, I do think Teresa is like way, way, way more extreme. Like, I don't think Alexia is to the same extreme as Teresa, but there right. is like a bit of a bit of that there. But I do feel like Alexia as she's, and I think we were seeing her over these past, um, you know, this, this is being this being episode 13, but over these past 13 episodes, I think we've seen growth from her in like many mm-hmm. places. So I think that can right. be something that she could work on. And she's not doomed to like, be oh, and sort of like like Teresa in that sense because I I find that infuriating when you know you can't even say anything and you're just trying to explain your point but like they just over talk you they're they're just waiting to talk and not actually listening and For not sure. realizing like you're you're taking what I've said to a sort of a different level but mm-hmm. no no I I, yeah. I I agree with that and I just I mean people are people are you know set in their ways and you know that's mm-hmm. you and I. But hopefully, you know, you could just be a little bit more empathetic in that in those situations themselves. But yeah. I actually enjoyed the fact that Larsa has been opening up and being a little bit more vulnerable than just trying to be sexy and better than thou mm-hmm. you know, that she was the previous seasons. I'm I'm liking it. Yeah, um, I've I've enjoyed Larsa so much more like over these past a uh, few episodes i'll also say and it it wasn't a big part of the episode but i did think it was funny 
Uh, so uh, where we go to Adriana's like <laughs> choreo session and she's like learning the choreography like for her dance, which we then see like later. We'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> in a bit, like what the performance actually like looked like. Um, but I remember thinking like in that moment, well, first of all, of course, I thought like, I'm like, these dancers are hot. Like, oh yeah, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I was there <laughs> watching like along with Kiki and she was hilarious how she was like hitting on everyone. And then in the confessional, she had like the vibrator <laughs> and she was like putting it on her face. Like she is so, so funny. But I remember yeah. thinking much like Kiki said, like, I'm a little worried because I didn't see like the drive or the passion to like learn the choreo. Like we see greater drive and passion on RuPaul's Drag Race where they have to like learn a choreo number and they're like madly trying to do it, even if like they're not able to. So when I first saw that, I'm like, ooh, like she is in danger. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they were not into it whatsoever. They were um they were like on Quaaludes like at the level of Meredith Marks season one. <laughs> <laughs> um but the dancers were hot and i i thought it was super cute that they that uh adriana sent uh what do you call it took kiki and julia so that the other women can buy them their birthday cake i thought that was mm -hmm. super cute mm -hmm. you know i like that they've been doing that a lot more because it's been so divided i feel like it's the reverse i feel like i feel like the last season, it was very divided where it was like Gertie and Nicole, uh, you know, uh, Adriana, Julia, one side. And then it was mm -hmm. like Marisol, Larsa, and Alexia on the other side. It was very divided. And I feel like now they're coming together a little bit more. Yeah. And I feel like the reverse is happening in Potomac. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> yes. It was actually, I'm glad you brought up the uh, like birthday cake thing. I, I loved hearing like Alexia order in Spanish. And then of course, like Lisa being like, did I have red velvet? And like, they don't have red velvet here. That's an American thing. Um, but then even like, I can't remember exactly like what she said, but in part of it, she sort of like went back to English for a second and then like back to Spanish. Like I thought it was really interesting because they are in a foreign country, but they are all, all obviously fluent in, not all of them, but uh, many of them fluent in Spanish, so just hearing them like navigate conversation sure. feels so much fresher than seeing people struggle uh, to try to communicate and just being, I guess, extra American about their inability to sort of speak a language where it's like, well, you should be speaking English. And sometimes when they go to not not necessarily the Miami housewives, uh, but like different housewives when they go to foreign countries, it can be a little cringy when you see them interacting with people and then like oh, butchering words and trying to act. Yes, like Dorit, for example, like that, that, that kind of stuff, like it just, it gets to be like a bit, so, but I, so I, I sort of like this as a refreshing sort of yeah. take on this situation and also how Alexi is like, yeah, no, like we're not getting red velvet here. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I like I like the fact it goes back to like how I really like the fact that that this cast is going to Mexico City because they can appreciate it more because there's a lot more um that resonates with them and relates with them, especially culture wise and communication mm -hmm. things like mm -hmm. that. But yeah, no, absolutely. Um okay, so the only other thing that I can think of is the art gallery dinner, which thought started really well. 
visually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it, visually, it started very well. And I'm with Alexia. Like, there are some very hot men's here. And, like, they're... <laughs> They're in like that Ariana Grande like rabbit mask, which yeah. I thought was sexy. Like I thought it was very, very sexy. So you can have the dancers. I will have the bunnies. <laughs> well, the dancers were also bunnies. Um, oh, sorry. There's no, sorry. There are two no, types of dancers. Get, yes, you get fire dancers. I oh, get gotcha. gallery dancers. <laughs> you 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 chose too That's quickly. It. <laughs> I didn't know it was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm perfectly fine with my selection that you left me with. They were gorgeous. These men were like, oh, like so fine. So, so fine. I mean, I felt like the dancers were it was a little uncomfortable to watch. You know, I I was like, just like, just like the slow motion of it all, and did like yeah. and like the tan underwear. I was like, this is like <laughs> the dancers themselves. But whenever I see like tan underwear, I think of dirty underwear. <laughs> so like, 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 and I or beige. And I was like, this is kind of weird. I love the idea that he was doing where he was painting as he was. He was they were there, so it was like a, a full on immersive experience. I really like it. I hate the fact that they got into a fight. And I agree with Alexia where it's like, you're, you're being disrespectful to the artist. Yeah. Um, and um, I thought, I thought the artist was hot too. Mm-hmm. I thought he was very attractive, but I, yeah, I like, I like the idea of it. I just didn't think they needed the dancers during dinner. Yeah. I'm not sure what like the intention of like that part was, but maybe they just needed a little entertainment, but like, uh, listen, I'm not going to question uh, like huh. men dancing around in their underwear, like even if they, <laughs> go yeah. ahead. Even if it doesn't fit exactly with like the theme or whatever, like you just you just go ahead. Um, and with when Larsa and Kiki were disagreeing about, like, because we we both agreed, like last episode when we when we talked about this, you know, it was it was bullshit that they all went home. Um, and I do think that if Larsa wasn't feeling well, she should have said something like right then and there, like to Kiki, like, hey, girl, I want to be here with you, but I am not feeling great. You know, like something like yeah. that. It, it sort of inadvertently started a chain where it's like, and I don't blame Larsa for this because everyone made the decision to leave, except for I think it was um, Julia and Adriana who stayed. But it was like she started that waterfall where like everyone's kind of waiting to go. And then as soon as one person leaves, then everyone uses that as their cue to then like exit like rapid fire. So I don't blame Larsa for that because everyone's responsible for like their thing. But if she wasn't feeling well, don't tell me that now because that just comes across as an excuse. Really what she should have said was at the, at the time just said, look, I'm not feeling great. I need, I need to go. And told that to everyone else as well. Like, you all go out and have fun. I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go home. And then maybe that also would have mitigated other people leaving. Although, ultimately, that's their fault and not Larsa's. But... Well, yeah, we all have done that. Where we wait just for one person to to exist. So that it's like a perfect opportunity. But, well, then I guess I'm going to go too. Or like, oh, yeah, I have to go feed the dog or anything like that. But yeah, I, I hate the fact that they all left and they didn't support Kiki to fully. And that she did this party for them. And I just, I think, mm-hmm. I think Larsa's excuse is just, BS. I think it was just she got caught and, and Kiki called her out and yeah. they just said, sorry, I messed up, you know. Mm-hmm. And um it just it irks me also. Again, I go back and forth with Larsa, but like 
Lars's comment in the article or in the in the interview where she was she was that key, that that um Gertie was fake crying. It, you know, oh yeah. I really hated that. And it's like she's going through so much right now. She's battling cancer. Why are you arguing with her? Like take a step mm-hmm. down, you know, you know, put somebody else first. You really have put your foot in it with the whole mm-hmm. Gertie situation. First telling everybody about her her cancer diagnosis now make mocking her saying that you don't know if it's real or not because she started doing that as well before they went to Mm -hmm. mexico city about should she be drinking she should be out i do feel and we go we'll talk about this further down in the most recent episode that it's her prerogative and she got the clearance from her doctor but i do get worried that she may be doing so much that you know her body's gonna react and we'll talk about that with the gondola we'll talk about that you know Mm -hmm. You know, after that, but like I worry about that for her on a general level for Gertie, but that's her life. That's not ours to yeah comments about. Yeah, not like that she was arguing with Gertie that strongly about it. Mm-hmm. And that, that that definitely was like a really shitty thing of her to say. And she does need to be a better friend to Gertie. I think her narcissism is still so strong that she has a hard time admitting when she's at fault. Mm-hmm. Um. And this, like, I was starting to like Larsa a little bit. And then this happened. And I was like, oh, nope, I'm wrong. Like, my first intuition is right. Like, I don't like her. But then in the next two episodes, with what happened later, then I did start to appreciate her more. But I think I would like to see her grow a little bit more to sort of get out of that narcissism a bit and show, like, a little more compassion mm-hmm. for yeah. people. Particularly Gertie, because she's she's making way too many mistakes when it comes to like her take with their friendship and cancer and trying to like be right. I mean, honestly, she should be in some weird way, happy that Lisa winds up doing what she does because that's going to like, everyone's going to look over there. You know what I mean? And address like what Lisa's doing in in the next, in the upcoming two episodes we're going to talk about rather than, um, you know, rather than now. No, for sure. I absolutely agree. Um, So, do we want to jump into the other episode? What the other one with the gondola? Is the other episode the gondola? No, it's the uh, yeah. Well, well there's the two. There's two because the next one is like it starts off like um, like on the gondola, and then the next one is like they get off the gondola. So like it's it crosses okay. sort of two episodes. But yeah, let's move into uh, episode fourteen. Uh, row, row, row me off this boat. But before we get into the gondola let's just briefly talk about uh the experience with the church that they had at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. um uh yeah i think that church was stunning and i would have been so excited to go and see it and i know a lot of people are indifferent about religion and that's a touchy sub- subject for a lot of people i do have my faith and my belief and i would have been so excited to go and do that and also i love the fact that the connection that Alexia was doing for her son Frankie and going there and knowing that she prayed for him and that she knows that her friend Gertie's going through, you know, what she's going through that, you know, I like the fact that she was like, I want to take you here. I want to pray for you, but she wasn't forcing it on, on Gertie. She wasn't forcing her religion or her, her beliefs on Gertie. She was like, I just want to do this for you. And I would love for you to be there. Um, and I just thought, I love the solidarity and support of all the women mm-hmm. in that moment. Like, and, and putting the night before Larsa and Gertie were fighting and Larsa was not supportive of Gertie whatsoever, but kneeling in front of 
um, the saint and praying. And she was admitting that she's scared. She's admitting she's, she's fear. She's, she's scared of what's going to come. And they all rallied with her and hugged her mm -hmm. and held her. And especially her and Larsa held for the majority of the time and cried. That's the Larsa that I, I like mm -hmm. to see. Yeah, I agree. I mean, part of me at the beginning was just like uh, another church, like we're in a church in Beverly Hills. Now we're like in a church in Miami. Um, but that's just my own <laughs> sort of yeah. issues with religion, like aside, but I thought it was such a positive experience. I thought it was such a like a great experience for all of them. And then we sort of get uh, like more about like Julia's um her sort of like relationship like with church and how it's very like complicated right um, we sort of get like pieces of that throughout the episode that we could talk about like a little bit later but even she was like okay like this isn't my thing but like i'm gonna do this mm -hmm. for like the women and and just you know like i i thought it was i thought it was uh i i appreciated it and speaking no, of julia yeah what i'm gonna say like uh what is the what is up with her like literally kissing everyone on this trip like oh let me transfer some lip gloss to you like it was just so bizarre and then seeing like the julia in the past where she was like always coming for like marisol but like now is like cool with her you can totally tell 100 percent. like it wasn't clear to me then but it's clear to me now that she was just uh adriana's mouthpiece in all of those situations and like they would have conversations like behind the scenes in their own friendship and now she's like coming in and like bringing these things up but now that she's actually giving them a chance and developing relationships with them i feel like she has sort of turned a corner and she has moved ahead whereas adriana is still like back here like not well, I would, changing i would absolutely agree with that and i think she's she's coming into her own and feeling a lot more comfortable with these women you know, so that's why she's doing those things. And yeah, I, I, I've said it in the past that she was Adriana's uh, mouthpiece. And I, and I think with the whole Anna, it's Anna, right? The pre, the, the one that came yeah. back the, for the Mamacita brunch. I think that was when she finally was kind of like done being her mouthpiece because she saw yeah. the things that, you know, Adriana was doing. So I, I like that she's doing that. Um, I think it's fun. It, 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 you know, the girls don't seem to be bothered by it whatsoever. So yeah, have fun. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do on vacation. And I'm glad that, you know, her and Marisol are getting along and, and, and things like that. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then speaking about the kissing in the van, like leading up to that, Lisa was in her room with the whole settlement thing, which I think was BS. Yes. Like, like he's, Lenny is such a douche and it's like, mm -hmm. why are you doing this to control her? Like, like, why do you have to have, like, in, in the contract or in the settlement that she cannot have another partner in that house? Like, you're going to control her for the rest of her life? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, I, I refresh my memory. I, I think the women were torn on whether or not she should sign it. Like, I know Gertie was like, don't sign it, fight it. And I'm like, I'm team Gertie. Yeah. I ultimately feel, signed it, right? Yeah, I feel like, well, I feel like everyone said, like, don't sign that. Because, like, that is just control over you. And I think she just ended up signing it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she ended up signing it. And, you know, like, he definitely wants to control her. And, it, it, like, it honestly doesn't even make any sense. Because, like, being like, oh, it's my money and I don't want someone else living there. But, like, you're doing, like, the same thing. But it's not about it being, like, your money. It's about the fact that, like, your marriage is messed up. You need to, like, divide things up knowing that both of you are going to move in different directions. 
So like that was so gross. But I didn't like how when Kiki was like, you're free. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. Because this is just this. And like, we're not divorced yet. I'm getting this sense of, and, and this like builds with her behavior, like through this episode and the next one, that Lisa wants nothing but sympathy. She wants to be a victim, which in some cases, like, like I totally, I totally get like why she wants that, but it's, it's going to an extreme. Like she has to be a victim. She has to get all of the sympathy in all situations across. She should get a hall pass for like every single ounce of her behavior she wants to do nothing but like complain 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 have everyone be like oh poor lisa poor lisa not offer any advice or anything but just sit there and listen and be like poor lisa poor lisa we're so sorry poor lisa and just let her vent on and on and on and on which i don't think is the best thing for her but i'm i'm now that i have like the hindsight of watching her in these two episodes that's where i I get the first bits of that here and then moving, especially through like the experience, uh, not only on the gondola, but then afterwards as well. Yeah, no, she's, she's one of those, those friends where she just wants the pity party and, and the attention, but she doesn't want to actually put the action towards it. Like, you know, you, now that you bring that up, I now see like times where they've given her multiple advice and she does not take it. Mm-hmm. She never takes it whatsoever. And I now can see why the women are getting fed up because it's, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, keep coming to us. We keep giving you advice and you're not taking it, but also on the, on the flip side, which we'll get into with the whole Kiki drama with her argument, you're not there for really us. And you're not, mm-hmm. you're not seeing us and seeing what we're going through in our own struggles. Mm-hmm. It's only you. It's only you. It's like, Almost kind of like, you know, uh, Garcelle said to Doree, she's like, Doree's in her own little bubble. And and Lisa also has been in her own little bubble. And I honestly think like, you know, I know, I, I believe they did separate her and uh, uh, P- PK, Doree. I can actually see the same thing with Doree if she stays on for another season. She would just be doing the exact mm-hmm. same thing that Lisa's doing where she would just, woe is me, pity party for me, but not take anybody's advice. Yeah. And not hear anybody. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, and she was in a different space, but she, you know, okay, we get it, but so are all of us, because then she said that she started doing that when she was going into the gondola, like when they went to the gondola and stuff, which I thought was cool. I thought it was super cool. They were gorgeous, these beautiful colors. It was so cool how they let Alexia, like, choose the title, and they, like, built, like, the custom sign. Like, honestly, I thought this was going to be an amazing experience. Now, I totally get that Lisa's mental state, like, with the settlement conversation, all of that is going to impact her behavior. And even the way the editor set it up, like, there was a lot of, like, foreshadowing there in terms of, like, what was going to happen. However, that does not give her a pass to act the way that she did. Right. So we've we've got her talking about her issues with Jody. We're in the past. She's like, oh, yeah, Jody wants me to talk about all this stuff. Jody's very, very supportive. Actually, he's not. Because then we find out that he's not cool with Lisa crying about it. Because then he said, it feels like you're crying over Lenny. And like, that makes me feel weird. Um, and then like, later. Yeah. Later, when she like says she snaps at him whenever he tries to like give advice, like in my opinion, she shouldn't be in a relationship right now. She is not ready for a relationship and she feels like she needs to be in one to like get one over on Lenny and be like, see, I can get someone too. You yeah, dumped me, but look, too. I can get someone too. No, I could definitely see that too. Um, I think Jody's gonna end up making an exit. 
when yeah. and understandably he's a great guy i mean especially if he's like paying paying for like her rent you know and it's like only close to a year i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. and i actually before this the season aired when it was like the information that we would find on like social media about lisa dating somebody i felt so happy for her i was like good move on be with mm-hmm. somebody you deserve. but then to see how her actions have been yeah. now that we've seen what was filmed it's just yeah, I don't and know. and if she just needs to be like, look, girls, I just need to vent right now. I don't need advice right now. I just want to like spew some stuff out and just need people to like, yes me. Like, just say that that that's right. what you need, okay? Right. But like, she's saying all this stuff. They try to give advice, but then she doesn't want to hear it because then she wants to like go back to like, no, I'm a victim. Everyone feels sorry for me. Da 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 da. Don't tell me what to do. Like, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. So it's it's so hard to watch. But and and then we see her like she's in this pain, but then she starts acting so disrespectful, so rude. The way that she's like wanting to steer the boat, and then she's like, Oh, your face is all red. Are you okay? And then she's like, Rouge, rouge. Like, that's French, that's not Spanish. Okay. Like, at the very least, like, know that, but like, oh, you should have some water, and then just like walks off i mean she does go back and like give him water but like just the whole way she was interacting with him was very rude the way that she's talking about the homes like on the river and then not and then of course we when we start to get into the issue with kiki but with her feeding the dogs even before kiki said something i'm like this is disgusting it is disrespectful it is rude and there was not even a sorry from her i loved how kiki was like she doesn't even feed her own dog. Her nanny does it for her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm just, this is when it took a turn for Lisa. Cause I was always like team Lisa because of everything that she's been going through. And the fact that in the previous seasons, even before they canceled or, or, or put them on pause, she was always like the devil's advocate being there for each person. But now she's just so self-absorbed and so oblivious, you know, and tone deaf from the, from borrowing her, her, her housekeeper's car to bring, you know, as to, that was I was so tone deaf to, to do that. So disrespectful to the dogs, to, to the way she speaks Kiki coming up in the next episode. And mm-hmm. it, it, I just thought it was disgusting, especially when Kiki's trying to share with you, like, I used to live like that. That used to, you know, people live that mm-hmm. way. And it doesn't mean that they're less than us. They are making, mm-hmm. they're doing what they need to do to survive. And to them, that could be a mansion. Regardless, it's not our place to judge. And, you right. know, and that you see yeah. ourselves, you know, see where we are versus where 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 they are is not the right way to go about it. Like it's not a you know, compare, it's to just be respectful, you know. Mm-hmm. And Kiki is seeing that and she's seeing that like I used to I, I came from that. I came from that 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 mm-hmm. that upbringing, you know. And the whole yeah. thing about whole thing about Lisa saying like they probably this is probably the best food they've ever eaten mm-hmm. really pissed me off. Yes. Just because like the homes look a certain way like to you doesn't mean that they're not eating well and then i was actually concerned for the dogs because she didn't even get it like on land it went in the water and i'm like oh my god like if one of these dogs like jumps in the water but then can't get out because um like where the land was and where the water was like was quite a distance so i was actually afraid that a dog was going to jump in and then not actually be able to get back out again and drown and it, it was just it was just terrible and she couldn't even admit that she was wrong and honestly i'm glad that like larsa stood up to her like and other the other women as well and like like alexia saying like no like everyone is 
is like, no, Lisa, like, we're not, we're not here with you on this. And then I hated how she right away went with the word assault. Like that's when we're starting to now get into these. um, And I would even say like, it probably wouldn't, it's not even like a microaggression because it's a little more macro than micro. But like the fact that like, oh, with Kiki, you're, you're immediately throwing the word assault out. And then, and then we only see this progress. So I think we should, because uh, it, it sort of ends there, but this continues into the next episode. So I think we can, um, you know, sort of continue with this this line. And we can sort of hop back to the uh, Isla de los Muñecas, like, in a minute. Um, but just sort of finishing with the, this whole issue with uh, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kiki was right. It was, like, chaotic. Because then, like... There's the the arguing that's happening and then Gertie's getting sick and puking. And then there's a dog that's barking. And then we've got like this, like mariachi band that's coming up. But then Lisa is sitting there despite all of this and then is taking selfies in front of the band. Like, which, and then at that moment, everyone's rallying around Gertie because they're like, oh my God, like not only is she sick, but obviously with like the cancer diagnosis. And then Lisa like doesn't even seem to care. She's looking for her lip gloss yep. while everyone else is attending to her. Like, screw your lip gloss. If someone who's supposed to be a good friend to me and I'm having like a serious medical situation and then you're like off somewhere else looking for your lip gloss, like that is not great. Yeah, and she's- I will say- Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the last thing too, is I just appreciate that Nicole actually went with her in the um, like emergency vehicle. And then that, that contrasted for me with crystal because no one went with crystal. They're all like, okay, see you later. You're in good hands. And then they all went about their day. And I was a little bit disappointed, like getting hurt and going away uh, in an ambulance is not new to different like housewives, but I do think it's important to have someone with you because it's scary to be in like a new place. And I get like, yeah, they have production and, or maybe like camera people or something like with them. So I, I sort of like get it that maybe they're okay without like the girls there, but it just makes me feel better knowing that like one of their actual like friends slash castmates is, is there, but Anyway, I've talked a lot about this situation, so I want to get your take. No, no, you, I agree with everything that, that that you said, that Lisa's completely tone deaf and so self-absorbed right now um, from all levels. Being a horrible friend to Gertie and Kiki and a lot of the other women, so being toned up with the dogs and, and, and seeing where other people, it's putting yourself in other people's shoes of where they, they come from and just, you know, being conscious of the words that you use, mm-hmm. you know, and... I don't know. And I, this goes back to what I said, like, again, it's not our place to question whether or not, you know, Gertie's doing what's right for herself. But when I saw how sick she got, it made me feel like, you know, maybe she's doing a little too much, mm-hmm. um, you know, and 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 she's allowed to have her fun and, and her doctor gave her the clearance. I just worry, you know, because I got really worried for her in that moment, you know, and she got yeah. like so delirious, so sick. And, you know, I love the fact that Nicole went there. But, and and it's also I think it's it's different. It's different groups it's different communities like in the latin culture and a lot of other you know a lot of other communities you know um it's a lot more uh support in a sense like as, there's a lot more of like no we're gonna see this at the end like i wouldn't let a friend just go into uh an ambulance in a different country and just be like hey we'll see you when we see you um yeah. i know they did that with crystal and in, in beverly hills but i think to a certain extent and i could be mistaken but i i 
think Anne-Marie was willing to go in there, go with her, you know, and okay. I, think, I think Crystal said no. Okay. I think and that's that's what I took from it, because I think at one point she was, uh, she didn't go in an ambulance, she went in the, a separate van, or she, they took her in the van that she came in, and I'm like, oh, I wonder how that ride back, that windy road went, maybe she had to, like, close mm -hmm. her eyes or or something. No, there was an ambulance there, correction. Um and Marie was in the ambulance for the majority of the time. And I think I overheard saying, like, do you want anybody to go with you? And she's like, no, 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 I'm good. But OK, yeah. OK. All right. No, so no, I, I hold I, on I do that. feel that way about the whole the whole situation. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I just briefly before we sort of like wrap up with like this uh, with the gondola ride situation and just the um, Isla de los uh, de las uh, muñecas. Um, first of all, like, again, with like Lisa's behavior is she trying to like audition for a horror film because she's like walking and filming and she's trying to be like seductive and she's like where am i what is this and the way that she's like panning over like the dolls i'm like girl just stop like stop and then she's like filming and then she like turns around and gets her hair to like flip it was like it was like too much for me and i think the editors are shady for putting like marisol's head on a doll like don't that was rude and then the only other thing is i did feel really bad for julia we sort of got close we've we've heard the story before but we went like deeper into like her trauma around like the loss of her son which sucks like i can't even imagine the guilt and pain associated with that and it makes sense and i feel bad or like earlier being like, oh my God, we're at our farm again. But it totally makes sense how she connects with animals. Cause like her dog was <clears throat> what got her through that experience. So like she has this almost religious experience like with animals and that's what helps her move through the world. And I could totally see how um, the island could be triggering because it's like doll heads and like parts and they're not all complete and they're dirty. So like they could almost look sort of corpse like, which then reminds her yeah, of her son and you know, how terrible that she hired this person as a nanny who she thought was going to like do such a wonderful job, like taking care of her kid and, you know, ends up killing her child. Like I can't even imagine the pain that she went through, like in that, no, no, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I feel so bad for Julia and, and two part of that is that like, I wouldn't have wanted, as soon as that, that came up, you know, I love the fact that Alexia was like, no, no, no we're going to go around. We, you know, she got the backstory of it from, from the, from the gentleman, but mm -hmm. then she was, nope, we're going to go back around. We're going to go. And of course the other women are like, I don't care. I have to use the bathroom. I am sorry. I've seen way too many horror movies and I will not and got, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten off there. I would not. Nope, nope, nope. I'll hold it. But um, I thought it was it was annoying with Lisa walking through. The other women were like, let's get in, let's get out. The one thing that really pissed me off that as, as a side thing was that yet again, Adriana just doing her own thing and being so inconsiderate of everybody else. They're all ready to leave. This is your best friend. You didn't even sit there and be there for your best friend who's going mm -hmm. through so much because this is just a reaction. She's having ever reaction to this because of some because of trauma, past trauma. You know, and you're not being there for her. Everyone else mm -hmm. is. But you're roaming around, talking, and then also dragging ants. Like, dragging yeah. ants when they all want to leave. She pisses me off. And I, I'm just like, if anybody needs to go, it's her. Um, mm -hmm. And I just felt bad for, for Julia because it was a lot. It had to be a lot for her. And also, like, I'm sorry. Like, if, if, if I went there, like, being someone who is very superstitious, there's probably, I would be worried to bring spirits back with me. 
you know, mm-hmm. especially with the conversation, the, the background that the, the gentleman gave to them about him going crazy and putting these dolls and saying and saying these words and the, these 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 affirmations, or whatever it is. I, I don't even know affirmations, but just you know, the spirits that you could bring back. Oh no, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, not my God. Um, I just felt I felt bad for Julia. Now I see the connection with with the the animals because in the beginning when she first came on as a housewife, I thought it was a little much. The mm-hmm. animals in this gorgeous house, like as if like there were a dog, or she would bring them to a party in a diaper. I was like, "What? But why'd you bring this? Why'd, why'd you bring a goat?" <laughs> but no, I feel I I I feel for her. And then it's like they all rallied around her, except for Julia, or except for Lisa. Um, but like it it just sucks that again took away from a, an amazing memory or experience, similar to like the dinner the dinner at the art gallery. You know, this could have been like an amazing memory, but all mm-hmm. it was was fighting and and and, and bickering and dolls. Yeah. Um, movie like sort of segueing to like the next sort of big thing that we see. Um, do you want to talk about Pride for a little bit, and then we can move back into like what ends up happening with like the Lisa and Kiki of it all, like throughout the uh, rest of the episode? Yeah, I thought that the Pride was was. A lot of fun made me want to consider going there for pride mm-hmm. itself. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought, you know, I thought it was hysterical that uh, Julia didn't know how to spell Adriana's Ad- 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 name. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, what? I I I thought that Kiki was right that she's she's in danger with those dancers, but it wasn't it wasn't just the dancers that were bad. It was her. You know, oh, she was she was not she was not great. No. She was not great. Like she barely moved. Like it went on two seconds. Like she was lip syncing and not well to her own song. Right. She was like barely moving. Um, I I thought like the girls in the VIP section were moving like more than she was. Like it just wasn't a great performance. Mm. And we know there's like drag queens who wear much more than Adriana had on and move much more. So like. Don't try to be like whatever, but I think it's just the she just didn't spend the time like on the choreo and didn't really like learn anything. So it's sort of like throwaway, which I feel like is a bit disrespectful for pride. I will say I did like Julia's eyeshadow with like the rainbow. Oh, I loved it. I also I thought that her hair person was though. very cute. No, the outfit wasn't great. I didn't, um, like her outfit. I didn't like I didn't like Gertie's outfit, but I loved Gertie's hair. Yeah. Um, the toaster joke though was funny that oh yeah <laughs> about like oh you're getting your turn she's like what <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that that was funny but overall um you know the backup dancers worked more than adriana did and it, i think it would be really cool to go to pride in in mexico city but mm-hmm. i wish yeah. that she would have been a better performance yeah i i agree i mean we've seen worse we've seen horrible performances like that at other pride so it's not unknown but yeah you put a little bit more effort into you know our mm-hmm. celebrations i i liked i loved kiki's outfit absolutely loved it if yes. I that body i would be wearing that i liked julia's makeup i didn't like her outfit um lisa uh uh nicole's was okay it was a little too dark for Pride. It was like that mm-hmm. metal mesh black outfit. It was like a little mm-hmm. too dark. It was like more like go out to a nightclub. Um, and then I liked I liked Lisa's dress. And what it reminded me of was when uh, what 
Dorinda wore for the last night of oh. the, the the ultimate girls trip because it was it was yes. the same thing. But I was like, who wore it best? And I, I think Lisa <laughs> won. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree about that. But then it's like, okay, you and you and Kiki, you know, make amends. But then here goes her starting off with the whole microaggressions about like, are you going to fight me? Are you are, are you going to kick me? And it's like it just leads up to like the ultimate blow up that. You know, I'm team Kiki on. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'll say, like, we see the microaggressions, like, building throughout the episode. Like, even starting on the bus. Like, oh, like, you want me to sit next to Kiki? Like, we've got that. And then, like, oh, like, are you going to fight me again? And, like, trying to say that she's making a joke. Like, you're not making a joke. Like, you are being racist. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. Like, you are saying racist things that are microaggressions like toward Kiki the language that you're using like she really is entitled and spoiled and I'm glad that Nicole called Lisa out like right away about the situation like one one of the things that I I think we were like super pumped well I was super pumped to see in other cities when some of these things happen the other girls like sit silent I mean I was actually like pleased when Erica like jumped in with Dorit like a in Beverly Hills, like a, a while back when like Dorit was saying some stuff at the Taco Tuesday party, right? Um, but here it's like, Nicole's like, no, like you shouldn't be saying this. And then Alexia also stepping in and saying like, no, you're wrong, you know? Awesome. And then her and her being like, well, Kiki can stay over there. Like trying to like segregate her out from the group. Like she was, it was just give her a shovel because she's just digging herself deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, like as the episode went on and it was bad. It was bad. I absolutely, absolutely hated it. And I absolutely, I love the fact that the women rallied around Kiki and, and supported her and, and pointed out the differences in how Lisa speaks to one woman versus another, another woman, especially a black woman. So I really, really just really like, like that they called her out on, on those things. I felt so bad for Kiki because she's trying to relate to her. She's trying not to fight with her. She's trying to actually, you know, share with her why she was upset and why, the things that she did and the things that she said upset her because they, they hit close to home and it just went right over her head. And, and then, you know, we, it ends up ultimately with them yelling and, and I just get pissed off when not only like, don't call a, a black woman aggressive. Don't, you know, don't, don't make comments that, Oh, are continuously that are you going to fight me to a black woman? You know, mm -hmm. I think that's so disrespectful, but, but like, but like also like if, if you're arguing and you're yelling just because you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't land well when you say, well, you, you keep yelling, you talk screaming and talking over me. I think it's the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. and it really it really pisses me off. And I hated it. I, I was like done. Like she's on my shit list right now because of I, I, I we all have our own. We all have trauma. Like and somebody mm -hmm. like so who has childhood trauma. Like I hated the fact that she said, well, I can't fix your childhood trauma. Yes, that was disgusting. That was so that was so gross. And I'm even pissed at Julia for like fueling the argument oh, and yeah. going out there. Like I was not happy with her that I'm like, Julia, um, as a like, I don't know if she if she is bisexual or lesbian, like I, I can't remember how she identifies. But like, as a queer person, like you're being homophobic, ruining pride right now by like building this up like bigger and then adriana's point is like well she's you know like she's hurting right now like we get that but she also lisa has no capacity to hold space for anyone else except for her own stuff right. which is also like very narcissistic and i'm glad that larsa is like 
no, no, no. Like Lisa, you're wrong. Lisa, you're wrong. Like she's trying to control the narrative for sympathy and the way that she's doubling down, like she needs to stop. And I am so over her in this moment. And if she doesn't turn things around, although even if she does turn things around, I'm still going to hold this against her for like quite some time. Um, but she's not going to have a happy seat at that reunion. I, I'll tell you that right now. No, I think right now with where everything is standing, I think it's going to, and I know it doesn't matter seating, but I know that this, a lot of what plays out in the, in the season is terms of who sits where. And I think it, I, th- I really do think Lisa and Gertie are going to be in the, the first seats with, uh, you know, Gertie, of course, you know, with everything going on with her, you know, and, you know, I'm so glad that she's doing well. We know that the outcome is, is positive at the end. But Lisa goes to showing her ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, so, I, think, I think Julia, same thing even when she was Adriana's mouthpiece and she went after Marisol, Marisol in the very beginning of the season. I was like, we, why, why are you fighting this? Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you, you know, you know, sometimes she does it for good. Like when she was coming to defend Nicole, I appreciated mm-hmm. when she did that. But the way she was meddling and, and instigating things, during this fight and then also how she went for like marisol in the beginning of the season i was mm-hmm. like sometimes i feel like stop yeah you, i you agree need to be doing that. i agree um i didn't like where that i didn't like where the episode ended and i just feel very very bad for kiki because i feel like she as she said like i hold a lot in you know so i i, mean, I, I understand like I'm, I'm not sharing a lot necessarily but like there's some things that are really hurting me and I want to express them and the fact that like no one wants to listen. And this is coming after her trying to throw an event that everyone leaves yeah. early. You know, so now these two things are happening. So I really hope that things get better for her as this season progresses. Um we'll we'll only see, but yeah. I think this I think this ended off like quite terribly. I know. And I, I I'm wondering when the next episode is. I just noticed that there wasn't a Potomac episode this this up this week. So oh, I think that's because of the Super Bowl. Okay, I, I got worried that it was going to be enough, like another full week of no shows. Yeah, no. Well, I think we'll we'll still get Miami this week. Okay, um, we we just won't like unfortunately with Potomac on Sundays. It it's had a lot of disruptions due to different holiday things. So, right. um, but yeah, I think I think we've done it for for today. So, so. Uh, next time we'll we'll see we'll see where we go from here. Yep. All right. Well, signing off, and we'll see you next week. See ya.